0: Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, depending on where you are located. This is Denise Yusuf, and I'm back for my second podcast. Now, in my first podcast, I told you a little bit about myself. I'm a mediator, a conflict resolution coach. I'm a mother. I wanted to start out the session by telling you why I decided to start this podcast. When I had my baby boy, I Looked at him and thought, Oh my goodness, you're the most amazing thing ever. How do I make the world a better place for you? Throughout my pregnancy, throughout his short life span, he's about 15 months now, we have been so blessed with people being so kind and generous, offering advice, helping out whenever I was juggling being a new mom, working, volunteering, all of the above. I say this because there's a lot of negativity that we see, but there's also always a lot of good, and sometimes it's very open and obvious, and other times you need to look for it a little bit, but it's there. And I think if we start reducing the conflict in our lives and reducing conflict between each other, it'll go a long way to reducing that negativity that we see. Now in the first session, I did talk about being your best self and I wanna dig into that a little bit deeper today. Some of you may practice yoga or Pilates or you may practice meditation already. Some of you may journal. I always recommend that you find what works for you. A lot of people that I know, it's simply just sitting outside and getting some fresh air or just opening the window taking in a few breaths of fresh air to clear your mind. And that's what's important. It's clearing your mind, being able to have an open heart and being in a good frame of mind to discuss the situation so that you're taking into consideration the actions and words of the other person, but also looking at yourself. And that's one that is hard to do. It's one that we skip over sometimes if we're being honest with ourselves. We don't look to see what we did to escalate or create the situation. And I mentioned that people may practice yoga, meditation, journaling, Pilates. I recommend that you find what works for you. I started yoga years ago and I practice it on and off, but what has always stayed with me, my teacher was, Fantastic. She would always have a meditation portion to it. And it was very simple. And I invite you to join in with me. We would close our eyes. We could either be sitting or laying down. And we simply focused on our breath. And if you're anything like me, your mind is going a mile a minute all the time. And you're thinking about what you have to get done for work, what you've signed up to volunteer to do, when you're going to cook dinner for your family. And so she would have us practice saying, I am breathing in, I am breathing out. And you simply repeat that I am breathing in, I am breathing out. I am breathing in, I am breathing out. I am breathing in. I am breathing out." And so you may find words that are different, that work for you, that help center you. But the point is to focus on your breath, to clear your mind, to get into that state of mind where you are your better self because you can think openly and honestly and consider all sides to a situation. Journaling may work because you can write down the things that you want to say, and it helps you take a look and evaluate to see, okay, are these words going to escalate, or are they going to show the other person what I feel, what my needs are? Am I helping to bring understanding to the conversation? We aren't mind readers. Something that I say to someone may trigger a response, and I may have said something unintentionally, but based on that person's experience, it's a trigger. It upsets them. It hurts them. And we need to recognize and honor the experiences of others because that's what we want for ourselves. We want others to understand that we may not be coming from uh, a place of malice or with an intent to hurt the other individual, we are speaking from our own truth, from our own experiences. And so when we ask others to honor that, we need to make sure that we're doing the same thing, that we're honoring that and other individuals. It's something that we need to move away from the decisional stances, the uh, this is what I want, I want to get this, I want to get this now. We need to start exploring how do we have conversations, dialogues with Other individuals that help them understand our background, that help them understand why we have our thoughts and our ideas and why we act the way we do or say the things that we say. And that's all based on experiences. We all have unique and different experiences that are dependent on how we grew up our family, our family background, the composition of our family, the neighborhood we grew up in, the culture, the schools that we went to, did we move, did we stay in the same area? There are so many things that we have that make up our experiences, and if we're not open to Learning the experiences of others to help understand what's shaping their thoughts, what's shaping why they're saying what they're saying, we're not going to get that deeper understanding. And when you're open to that, when you're open to sharing experiences and learning the narrative of someone else, their story, that's when we can start to understand them. We can pull back layers that may have seemed aggressive, or that may have seemed, um, you know, to be in attack mode, or just a layer that seemed uh, a little rash to us, uh, a layer that we thought, wow, that person didn't take my feelings into account at all. And maybe they did, but maybe based on their experience, they've had to learn to be a little bit tougher. They've had to learn to be a little bit more uh, rash to have that bravado. And so pull away the layers, pull away the exterior, and try and get to know the interior of the other person. My podcasts are always going to be focused on how do you maintain positive relationships? With that, you may have to evaluate, is this a positive relationship? Is this one that I want to remain in? Or do I need to redefine the relationship? Do I need to set up boundaries? That's a future podcast, so giving you a little bit of insight into other topics we'll be talking about. But again, just kind of staying focused on that being your best self. A lot of that has to do with what are you open to? What are you willing to share? And that's a hard one. It's hard to open up to others, right? If we're being honest with ourselves, there's parts of us that uh, maybe sometimes we also don't open up about to ourselves because it's something that maybe hurts us or causes us shame or maybe we have tried to put it into the background and that's our way of moving forward. And so there's a lot that goes into being your best self, what you can offer others, because you have to be able to offer that to yourself. Forgiveness is something that I talk a lot about at my workshops. And one of the the key things is that forgiveness is for you. Letting go of that pain, letting go of that anger. Think about how much time you've spent or invested in holding on to that or, you know, how it affects how you treat others or how you've been able to move forward in life so that's something that i want to bring up if you need help there are a lot of resources online there are a lot of mental health coaches there's online services, online providers, therapists, there's no shame in that. And I think we're trying to move away from that. You see the ads, you see people post things on Facebook or on other social media platforms, but we need to really believe it and know that there is no shame in seeking help, maybe to move forward with things that have happened to us in the past, or just learning how to better deal with things. And uh, depending on your cultural background, there might be a little bit of stigma with that. It might just be something that you're not comfortable with, you're not familiar with, but there is, I just want to reiterate, no, no shame in getting help, seeking a therapist. One of the reasons I also launched this podcast is to be able to just speak to more people because with COVID, a lot of us are staying home i hope that you're taking advantage of all of the wonderful video platforms that you can use social media just Plain old, picking up the phone and giving someone a call, texting them, but we are getting a little bit more isolated. So I always like to say it's physical distance, not social distance. You can still reach out. You can still connect with other individuals, but I'm bringing up the mental health piece because I think that if you don't address that piece, you're not going to be able to move forward with being your best self. And I especially want to address it and bring it to light because I know that there are people who struggle people who are feeling even more isolated right now and because of maybe some perceived stigma or shame they're not reaching out for help and that to me is very sad I I would urge and encourage all of my listeners to please if you need assistance to reach out again it's a time where if you do allow yourself to get socially distant, you could become lonely, and that leads to you kind of going into yourself, and it could lead to you not being able to reach out and connect with others, and so we want to avoid that. You want to make sure that you are taking care of yourself, taking care of your mental health, Taking positive steps to move forward. Forgiveness, as I mentioned, is a key piece to conflict resolution, but you need to be willing to forgive yourself for anything that you feel that maybe has caused you shame, something that you've done that wasn't right, or an action that you'd like to remedy. Now, you can ask for forgiveness. Know that giving forgiveness is in the hands of the other person, but you take that first step. You're doing it for you. Now, the other thing too, and this is uh, something that is brought up in, in other workshops, other conversations that I've been a part of, but would you speak in this manner to a loved one? Would you withhold forgiveness from a loved one? The answer is no, which I suspect is going to be the answer. Then make sure that you're treating yourself with that same kindness, compassion, and grace. Make sure that you are able to allow for forgiveness of yourself because that's going to be a key component in Conflict resolution and being able to forgive the other individual. If you're not able to forgive yourself, you're not going to be able to extend that to the other individual. And the other thing, too, is we're still expected to live this fast-paced life, even though we are being physically distant from others, things have shut down, we're not able to move about the way that uh, we traditionally have in the past. And so allowing grace for the fact that you might need more time for things, you might need more time to allocate to your family, more time to allocate to reaching out to others. Whereas before you may have been able to uh, have your weekly coffee with your friends. Now you have to do that virtually. And so you may not be able to do it every week. Now you have to do it every other week, allowing for the fact that things have changed. And so things may not be as consistent or as quick. I think we're all used to getting things right away, things being quick, 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 uh, you know, making allocations for that. So again, kind of my key key themes here in in this session is allowing for forgiveness, allowing for grace, getting help if you need it, Um, you know, giving your friends that opportunity casually mentioning if, if you're getting assistance with something, if you feel comfortable, obviously, if you don't feel comfortable, then you, you certainly don't have to do that. But I think it's really helpful and very powerful when a friend or family member knows, oh, they, they weren't embarrassed to go get help. Um, they sought the help and that's a very powerful thing. look at how they are empowering themselves so that they can be the best person that they can be for themselves. And then for their family, for their friends, The business partners that they interact with for your company or at work. It's very empowering. And I think it also serves as an empowerment for others to see you step up to the plate and do that for yourself. I always marvel at uh, the courageous women and men that that, uh, are open about things that they have dealt with and sharing their past struggles and how they've overcome that, sharing when they've had to go to therapy, sharing when they've uh, gotten coaching for specific aspects of their life, whether that be conflict resolution or uh, for their businesses. It's always great to see that because you see that people are taking the positive steps to move forward, empower themselves and be their best self. And it motivates you, motivates you and you think, wow, well, if they're doing it, I, I should be able to, to carve out the time, even if it's just 10 minutes a day to focus on yourself. And that's something that I'd like to in part on you. Uh, I mentioned that I am a new mom and I'm a little bit older for being a new mom. And it was amazing, but it was also a little overwhelming just learning how to carve out that space for myself, the 10 minutes a day in the morning to stretch and to breathe and to focus on what are my three main goals for today, for me. And that's something that I don't think everyone takes the time to do. So make sure that you are carving out that time for yourself. It's very important. No one else is going to do it for you. Not because they don't care for you, but because they can't. That's something that you have to do for yourself. And imagine, imagine the difference between, and this is a little bit of an inside joke between myself and my friends, but when you're hangry, uh, To us, that is when you are hungry and you are now starting to get crabby as well. So imagine that you haven't eaten, you've been working all day and something just sets you off, something triggers you. Compare that to someone says something that is a trigger to you, but you have been taking care of yourself throughout the day. You've been having your regular meals. You took a little bit of a five-minute stretch break in the morning and also in the afternoon. Your responses are going to be very different. And that's why that's the first tip and the thing that I focused on in my first two podcasts is being your best self. What does that look like? And what does that mean to you? I can give you tips based on what I teach during my workshops, what others have told me during the workshops, I've have worked for them but it really is about you and finding what works for you. And I invite you to, to share that. Uh, someone reached out to me after listening to my first podcast and asked if listeners could submit questions, please do. My email is yusuf at gmail.com and uh, you'll find my name on the artwork to the podcast. Feel free to, to go on my, my Facebook page for Denise of Mediations or Instagram, Denise Yusuf Mediations, if you're more comfortable and sending me a message that way. Feel free to submit questions. I'm happy to tackle any challenges that uh, any of you are going through and offer just words of advice and things that I've learned, again, through my mediations, through my workshops, and through my own research into conflict resolution. I am going to go ahead and end the session for today. Again, this was a, a part two, a continuation of how to be your best self, because we're working on putting ourselves in a frame of mind where we can handle conflict with a positive reaction that will move the conversation forward and hopefully lead to a resolution. With that, I will let you go, and I look forward to having you all listen to my third podcast. Have a wonderful day, everyone. Goodbye.